Hello everyone and welcome to the Bit Effect. Today is a monumentous day for it is our 2021 Games of the Year Award Podcast. The awards are made of tinfoil and bubblegum. Enjoy them. And with me on this year-end extravaganza are my good friends Craig. Hi, my name is Craig. And I work at a button factory. <laughs> and my good friend Luke. Hi. Alright, so... I thought I was going to do it, but I did it. <laughs> <laughs> Due to scheduling squish down that we're having to do, this is going to have to be a straight down and dirty squished up episode. So, we're going to get straight to it. And I will start with the rules. And the rules are very simply, you just had to have played the game this year. It doesn't have to have come out this year because everybody's always playing stuff from their backlog. So, here we go. Best action RPG, gentlemen. Mine is Dragon Ball Z colon Kakarot. Best action adventure game I've played all year. Had a blast platinuming it. Was surprisingly fun. I concur. It is a great game. I concur. I, it sounds like a great game. <laughs> Craig, how many yes. Dragon Ball Z characters can you name? Out of curiosity. Um, uh, three. Okay. Dragon, Ball, okay. and Z. Oh, you and Kak- that guy, the- Kakarot. <laughs> All right, you are on the money, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, none. None. Oh, I've, never, I've never seen it. I don't even... I know anime on the whole, like I can picture people, but other than my hero academia... And Pokemon, I couldn't tell you who comes from what. Everybody looks like they come from Dragon Quest because it's the same guy. Okay, so my best action RPG is either... Uh... No, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding, I'm only kidding. It's Neo 2. I'm going to go straight in with Neo 2. Although I felt other games might have made this list, Neo 2 is actually... I haven't played Sekiro yet, but in my mind, Neo 2 is the peak of that genre by by far having played through other games in that genre which i will not name they just got better (laughs) and better and better until you hit a point and you play neo 2 and you think it's it's damn near perfect to play um i concur wholeheartedly because neo 2 is fantastic uh how do you how do you like the loot system compared to others of the genre I don't like without saying any other game. I do like this loot system. I I feel like any I, I'll gel with any looting system in various formats. So I, I'm totally down with it. Like yeah, you good. tend to like a good Borderlands. Yeah, don't mention other game names. Oh, sorry, um, sorry. Uh, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. Just anything, anything we loot and things that you can compare and look, like. I I like that stuff. All right. Anyway, Luke. I am going to go for Neo. I haven't played Neo 2 yet. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing, but five years before. It, it's really cool, though. I really like it. Um, oh, that's I got fantastic. It, I got it years ago from Dave. Thank you, Dave. And I I, I think I've said this before, but the um, whole Soulsborne thing, I feel like I have to be in the right frame of mind for it. And, yeah, I needed a game, and I started playing it, and I'm loving it. I think I'm about halfway through, so, yeah, it's that good. I do. Have you got the PS5 upgrade? I didn't even know there was one. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it runs honestly, beautifully. PS5, 
it's 120 frames a second and I can tell you that playing a game in 120 frames a second is amazing like it just it feels so responsive and amazing I think that's a lot of the reason why I, th- I love it so much so is that just for Neo 2 or is there one for Neo no there's, there's one, one for Neo, Neo one. yeah Neo and Neo 2 they get released in a collection um uh, it's quite I, I think I paid something like 70 quid for it wow because uh, <laughs> it was I know I know yeah, but that, for me, that was fine, because that's both games, all the DLC, plus the upgrade. It's not terrible. So, did you guys go through the DLC? Because I know you haven't done much of it before, Dave. No. No, um, I, I went through two out of the three DLCs, and then, like, it was starting to get close to Elden Ring time. And so it's like, okay, uh, pull back <laughs> yeah. from all Soulsborns. Uh, this is the thing, right? I am still pressing circle to dodge, even though it's <laughs> and you can't change it. So it's like I, Bloodborne is sorry, Soulsborne is totally stuck in my head. I, I can't. I must be like thirty hours into this game, and I'm still pressing circle to roll. I still, on every new game I play, default to oh, circle must be dodge, and then you're like, <laughs> nope, this screws me up. All right, okay. Uh, next up, we have we're gonna get all the RPGs out of the way. Next up, we have the best Western RPG. Award and for me that goes to Kingdoms of Amalur. Phenomenal, phenomenal game. Like so, getting. Oh god. Sorry, is it like World of Warcraft but single player? That's, it's closer to a third person Skyrim with a World of Warcraft art direction. Okay, I'm I'm interested, and it was on uh, plus, right? It was on plus. I got the PS4 remaster on disc like a month before it went on plus like always <laughs> but um it, it i'm incredibly impressed with this. this is yet another like nail on my case against skyrim like this this world is huge it's it's fun the combat is engaging it, it's a blast and it's wonderful i even did the dlcs for it so my uh, Western RPG, I've got Thronebreaker, The Witcher Tales, which I finally got around to playing after buying it like a million billion years ago. Uh, and it's just, it's fantastic. It's, it's top down, running about, picking up loot, picking up gold, and playing Gwent as a battle system. It works an absolute treat. It's really, It's just really good. It's something different. Now, did this change your mind on Gwent, or were you a fan of Gwent beforehand? Uh, no, I was a fan of Gwent beforehand. This is just Gwent, but on steroids. It's slightly more complicated. There's a, okay. some extra rules and bits and bobs. Did they fix that uh, thing where you can just keep on getting cards to give you more cards until the opponent yeah, costs theirs? And, <laughs> yeah, yeah the, it's it's got a really robust combat system based on Gwent that just works. You Your collectibles that you try and find um, give you parts of new cards. So if you go out your way to find stuff, you get different cards and blah, 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 blah. It's great. That's I'll just full stop it there. I bought it on your recommendation, so I hope it's good. Yeah, uh, I'm up next. I'm. It's just kind of a cheat because I haven't played that many games this year. Sorry, but uh, The Last of Us Two it has some RPG mechanics, uh, and I'll talk about it later and further. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we did notice a trend. In, in <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, I haven't played it yet. I have it. My daughter is currently playing it, and once she's done with it, I'll be cracking through it. But I am looking forward to it after all the hype it's gotten. I, I've got like genuinely no interest in it. I didn't really like the first game. <laughs> so right, yeah, I'll, I'll do it now. Uh, so the first game I didn't get on with very much, and then I played it again just what last summer, 
I just fell in love with it. Like totally, I absolutely blasted through it. Tried to get all the trophies, um, but one bugged out, which was an absolute nightmare. So I was really interested to play the second one, and I picked it up and just for a PlayStation Four game, is it's actually crazy the level of detail that's in it. It is a beautiful game. Yeah, there's one thing. So they do a very in a book or a film this the story or the way the story is told would have been different but they've they've done it for different for the game and like loads of people have a huge problem for that but i'm totally cool with it so i'm really interested to hear what your opinions are of that that story twist all right here we go hold on it stinks it's great you can just edit in whichever one makes it better (laughs) well i um I'm really sorry, but instead of listening to you, I went onto the PlayStation Store and started downloading The Last of Us Remastered. So I'll give it a bash and see what happens, and then um, I'll play two. Um, would you like to make your announcements now on whether or not it's good? It was great. It was terrible. I hated it. Go. I loved it. Was it was average. It was the it's, good, good best of times. It was the blurst of times. <laughs> All right. It's Futurama. I think yeah. when they're trying to get the monkeys to type, or is it Simpsons when they're trying to get the monkeys to type the Bible or whatever? It was the best of times. Oh, it was no, the no. Blast. I get it's... knocked down, but I get back up again. Do, 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 do. It's the best of times. It's the do, do, do. no. Sorry. Oh, oh my cider God. drink. You drink some lager. That's drink. it. That's it. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's best Trumble, JRPG. Best best JRPG. <clears throat> After that suspicious cut in the audio. Best JRPG of the year. Uh, this year, I didn't play too many JRPGs, but the one that stuck out was... Let me take a deep breath before saying this. <gasps> Labyrinth of Refrain, Coven of Dusk. Um, it is a first-person dungeon crawler, which I don't generally meld with, but I thought it had a super interesting story. That turned out to get all kinds of anime at the end, so it fell a little bit towards the end. But uh, after putting like 80, 90 hours in it, I came away really liking this game i'm genuinely looking forward to the sequel now and um, yeah that was it was a general curiosity but it's so far down on my to-do list might might pick it up i like a dungeon crawler as well uh which is odd um are we how fast are we doing this like i feel like i need to comment every single time dave but at oh, the same time if you got something like you okay. want to say all right no dave, that sounds like shit um yeah. so, on craig's comment that yeah i agree <laughs> Uh, my JRPG is I didn't play a lot of JRPGs either I wish I'd got around to playing oh no I can't name a different game never mind Jesus that was close but uh, Tales of Brazeria and the reason it's on the list the reason it is on the list is because it is actually a surprisingly good if completely Tales of game it's not the worst one in fact it's probably the best one out of all of them that I have and played that's so far. how you know you're in the Tales of franchise when the bar to win is just well, it ain't the worst. <laughs> um, yep, uh, I played through this too this year because Craig was like, "Hey, this is great." Turns out Craig is a liar, uh, and it was just perfectly fine. Uh, but this is what led to us slapping Tales of Arise on the schedule next year because we're like, "Okay, this is your last chance to impress me, Tales of." Yeah, do it. And I think. That does say something, because we haven't liked Tales games before, but to play one and then say, okay, we're going to play the next one, is Which I've heard something. is really good, though, so maybe there's... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, this is the first one that was like, okay, I can really see some cool potential here, maybe in the next one. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Anyway, sorry, Luke, yours? I didn't have a JRP this year, sorry. 
Uh, that's quite all right. You're off the podcast. You're fired. <laughs> no. Yeah. Best first-person shooter of this year. I have a giant technicality on this one because I have not finished it yet because my daughter told me to stop playing because it was getting a little scary. And that is Resident Evil 8 Village. Sounds um, great. So my game for first-person shooter... <laughs> is Resident Evil 8 Village. Um, I will say that um, this only wins by technicality because I only played one other first-person shooter this year, and that was the campaign to Battlefield 4, and that was a doozy of a bad one, so I'm glad I did play Resident Evil 8 Village. Um, I've, I, I mean, I genuinely have very little interest in it, but I might, I might try it at some point. You know, I've broken out my horror shell. Yeah, uh, my notorious horror hound you are. Yeah, my uh, first person shooter of the year is the first biggie of my list. I think it's repeated several times, so I'll just say it's Deathloop, and we can. I'll mention it later, so it'll, it'll come up again. But Deathloop is definitely worthy of this title. Cool. I'm going to go with uh, Halo Infinite because yeah, they is it three four three three four three have nailed it. They've um, finally made a good Halo game. Um, the the multiplayer is great. I can see me putting a lot of time into it, and I'm maybe halfway through the single player, and yeah, really, really, really enjoying it. So, anyone who I don't know if sorry, I don't know if it's um if it's a game to pick up if you've never played the Halo franchise. I think the multiplayer can be a bit intimidating, but if you have ever had any interest in Halo, this is definitely the one to come back for. See. I've downloaded it because I did like the rest of the Halo games, and I remember Infinite being pretty decent at points. So reach, I've bought yeah. it. Not, not Reach. Where did I get Infinite from? <laughs> that's, the new that's the one he was just talking about. <laughs> Bloody hell, Halo Reach. Anyway, Halo Reach is great. Uh, like to uh, like floating off into space was just epic and stuff. But I a hundred percent I've downloaded it, and I'm not even going to touch the multiplayer. Like I just want to play through the campaign, and then I'll just I'll bin it. I've got no time for online shuttles at the moment. Yeah, no, fair, fair enough. I, I think I'm just in that place myself where, yeah. yeah. But the, the one thing I would say is it's basically like they've made a Far Cry game with Halo. Um, okay. Yes, yeah, it's, it's going to be out of your street. Well, that's, that's going to sell well, it for I'm me. Well, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> you get a, you get a like, grapple shot. Yay! All right, uh, next up we have Best Third Person Shooter, which is also known as the Best of the Year category, and that is Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. And if you want to know what I think about Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart, uh, go ahead and listen to the episode. Uh, we did a whole episode on it, so I'm not going to say anything. Um, it was fantastic, uh, but it has been pipped to the post for me by Guardians of the Galaxy, a very recent purchase, which is just fantastic it's another one um, I don't even know if I bring it up again later in the episode but just in case I don't I can't remember it's great it takes a lot of things that have been done before in third person shooters and a lot of mechanics and stuff smooshes them all together in a fantastic franchise which is Guardians of the Galaxy which I love it is written well acted well it plays well it's it's gorgeous it's absolutely gorgeous it actually reminds me a lot of Ratchet and Clank and it's visual fidelity Except it's real. It's more realistic. Obviously, being Guardians of the Galaxy, it's it's not like a cartoony visual fidelity. It's a realismy visual fidelity, and it's it it looks brilliant and it just plays amazing. 
and it makes you like I've laughed out loud at so many wee points because I just I love those characters as well. So yeah. have you played it while in your Spider Man pajamas? <laughs> no, I have not. Okay. Uh, those Spider Man pajamas must be quite faded by now there. <laughs> <laughs> Come up to it below his knee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh I'm gonna go with Ratchet and Clank as well. Uh, I just recently finished it and I don't think it's the best one in the series, but uh, the way it works with the the new PlayStation Five controller is amazing, like the the triggers and stuff. So yeah, it, it's not like the best, but it's damn good. Yeah, I enjoyed the story. Uh, it's really good. Yeah, it was pretty good. All right, uh, now, gentlemen, if you will kindly cover your stomachs, it's time for the gut check question. <clears throat> the ugliest game you played this year. Mine is very simply Onachan Bara. That game looks like it came from the refuse of behind a PlayStation 2 studio. Uh, this this game looks awful for PS4. Mm-hmm. This is a really this is a really, really good question. Oh, I've got one. Oh I'll go right, shoot. Predator Hunting Ground Stroke. Uh, <laughs> I'm reading it off. Oh, really? I was list. looking at that. Yeah, the, <laughs> in the trophy list, it's called Predator Hunting Gro- Grounds Trophies. <laughs> I nearly did a Joe Biden there. <laughs> End statement. Um, yeah, I, I thought that looked absolute fucking shit. Fair and not the good kind where it looks really good and disgusting and gross, but the mm-hmm. bad kind. Mm-hmm. It, it, okay. Yeah, not for me. Um, a genuinely struggling to think of oh craig only plays pretty games i've, I've just looked, read through my entire completed list and i can't pick out one ugly game in there definitely like definitely oh, god's sake <laughs> god fucking sake uh can i just pass because i nope, can't I, you I, have I five seconds if you don't we are marking it down as guardians of the galaxy in five four three Two, one. Guardian of the Galaxy is Craig's ugliest game of the year. <laughs> all right. Oh, I've got one. No, 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 no. All right, okay. No. Nope. Right. <clears throat> all right, so next up we have the best real-time strategy game. This is pretty much the Dave Award. Um, and the Dave Award this year goes to Praetorians. It was a game I loved as a kid. I was gr- really happy to see it redone on PS4. With the awesome game Commandos 2, which turns out Commandos 2 is not an awesome game anymore. It's really clunky and terrible. But Praetorians is still super good Roman fun. I bet it's fun roaming around in real time. Uh, yeah, I've got a, a NA in this, and I did play the Commandos remaster, which is so terrible that I don't <laughs> even want to put it in as a, pi- it's a pity awful. vote. <laughs> Um, so yeah, nothing, nothing for me on this. Uh, I'm going to go for a curveball of Pikmin Three. Uh, I haven't played a Pikmin game since the GameCube, and yeah, I just just love this game. I think I hundred percented it, or nearly got of. No, I did get all of it. Yeah, well uh, yeah. I, I just I think I finished it in like three days as well. I just couldn't stop playing it. So anyone who does ever that timer li- bug you at all? No, because that's what bugs me is the day night thing. No, I, I feel like it's... I think it fits the Switch perfectly, because I, I played it in handheld, so it's like, right, cool, we've got... Oh, okay. H- however long it is, I can't remember off the top of my head, um, to play this mission, and that's cool. That's my, my Switch for the 
or I can just put in standby, I guess. But no, um, I think the only negative thing I'd say about it is I think it took a bit too long to introduce some of the other Pikmin, but um, that it gives you loads to go back and do again, which was which was quite cool. Okay, cool. Yeah, I, I've been thinking about picking it up on the Switch because I don't want to have to dust off that Wii U. It looks looks really happy just sleeping. Uh, all right, next up we have best turn-based strategy game. Uh, for me, this is going to be with a giant old proviso. Uh, Phoenix Point is the best turn-based game I played this year, hands down. It is so much fun. The overarching what you have to do on the globe screen is a lot of fun. You have to worry about diplomacy. Like imagine XCOM, but you have to worry about diplomacy and more in-depth research and things like that, right? The problem is it crashes every 15 seconds, and that's what made me stop playing it. I was about 75% of the way through. Like, end mission is in sight, and it just kept crashing. And I, I did that last year with Pathfinder, and I can't, I can't do it again. So I'm putting it on hold until some patches come out. So uh, definitely look it up, but be very wary. Know what you're getting into if you decide to play it. Lots of patience. The best turn-based strategy that I've played this year uh, has, is actually Divinity Original Sin. Uh, playing through that again in co-op with my good friend Dave. Um, very slowly, maybe like we're averaging like an hour a week at the moment. As opposed <laughs> yeah, to half. Pretty, yeah. <laughs> really Every session starts with, like what were we doing again? Yeah. Oh, honestly, maybe two or three battles every few weeks. It's a shame, but it's it's really good. Um, love love that mechanic. Love the game. Just, Probably. I just think it's great. The Divinity series has been referenced at least four years running. This is it. We yeah. have to stop referencing it in our Game of the Year shows. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, so that's that's all. So, look. Cool. Um, I picked up Yes, Your Grace on Game Pass. It's like a... It's like, like a Monty Python one. <laughs> kind of, yeah. No. It's like you're a, you're a king and you need to deal with uh upcoming war and you have so much resources and then each turn you can do you can do an unlimited task it's the resources that stop you from from doing everything but um i managed to get most of the way through it and the good ending on my first try and that was a so yeah i just just love it uh if you're i think it's like 10 hours long uh, well worth playing it's as i say free on game pass so it's definitely on pc i'm not sure about the rest of the consoles but uh, no, it doesn't look like it is on PlayStation, which is a little sad because that sounds interesting. It's it's really cool. Um, yeah, while well, I was checking it, it it kind of reminded me of that. Oh, what was that game with the Vikings and the big giants and the turn based thing? Uh, there was three of them. That's gonna bug me. The, oh, it's like, like a, Vikings. I'll, I'll look oh, up my Saga. That's it. It it kind of reminded me of that. Yeah. Okay, all right, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. I'll have to check it out if, on my, my aging Xbox. Yeah, it's I mean, there's there's no combat, but the, the like... Okay. Yeah. So it's almost a visual novel, almost. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, uh, next up we have Best Fighting Game of the Year, which this year for me it's Samurai Showdown. Um, I haven't managed to 100% it, but... Um, I'm working my way through the arcade mode with all the characters, and so far, 
every character I play, by the time I'm done the arcade mode, it's like, yeah, yeah, I could totally dig this guy. Um, which, which to me is a, a big standout. Um, I, I like it quite a bit. It's a lot of fun. And there wasn't much competition this year. Yeah, I'm. I don't even know. I don't even know what it is. I'm assuming it's got samurais and swords and shit. But there is showdowns, and there's showdowns. Yeah, of course. Um, my fighting game is the only one I've played this year, but it was actually quite good. Uh, is Guilty Gear XRD Revelator, and I played through it with like two or three characters, and I had a pot about online, and I won some things. I actually only played four matches online, won all four, and then retired undefeated. <laughs> It's the best um, way to go, buddy. Uh, who's yeah, the characters? Really. Out of curiosity. Um, I can't actually remember now. It was some... There's a guy I, with I a hair. On... Uh, well, there is a guy with a hair. Um, I, I genuinely can't remember, but it was like a Japanese stereotypical anime girl who, when you did her super... Fans, yeah. yeah, all that kind the of The samurai-looking one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Biken. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I like. I know very little. I, I just when I saw the category, I was like, "Well, that was actually pretty decent when I played it." So it's there. Fair enough. You should have played as May, but I'll forgive you. I I may go back to it. It's the, it's the it's the little girl with the anchor and the dolphins. Oh no 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 no! And that that's, nah. that's my character. But now, uh, Luke. Uh, again, another weak year for this genre. I'm going to say Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, even though I don't think, or you can cheese the combat, but if you if you want to, there are different levels to it. Um, but you can't just sit and throw specials and charge up and throw specials. And, Thank God you can do that, because that would have been a really <laughs> rough platinum if you could. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, how many how many spirit bombs could the Earth take? <laughs> nope. All the spirit bombs. All of them. All right. Uh, next up, we have... Uh, the best horror. Uh, for me, this was a Craig pick, and I hate him for it eternally, but it was Observation. Uh, I We also did a little mini episode on Observation, so you can listen to that. But suffice it to say, I still think about the story to Observation. It's good. Um, I to make I things compl- confusing, Craig. Yeah, observe. Oh, yeah, to make things very. God, I never even considered this. So for months we were making the joke. Oh, we're playing Observation, the one with Rutger Hauer on the cover. Ha 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 ha! That game is actually Observer, um, System Redux, which is my horror game of the year. So I go in for Observer. Um, Observer is a first-person detective type thing where you're in a hotel in a cyberpunk future. And people are dying about the place. It's very... People have implants and there's computer viruses which affect humans and stuff. It is so up my street and the visual look of it. The fact that you're not really given anything other than... Yeah, you literally have to be a cop and you're chapping doors to try and talk to people to figure out what to do. It's very hands-on detective work, which just... It suits me. It's fantastic to play. I was actually blown away by it, and I, it was one of the games that made me start playing more horror games because it does things like that whole PT corridor shifting, you know, like psychological weirdness about the place. It's it's really good. It's it's really really good. I bought it because you told me to, so I'll let you know in a, in a couple years. <laughs> it's good. It's bad. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with The Last of Us uh, sorry to The Last of Us 2 sorry to keep on bringing this one up it's not 
it's kind of like The Walking Dead at this point where, like, you know, the zombies are, they're not that scary, you know, you kind of know what they're going to do. There's a few extra or different types of monsters in this one. But there's one section where you basically, you go to, like, ground zero of a hospital that, and you go back and kind of relive what happened as the virus started. And oh, there's, okay. There's one boss in it. His name is the Rat King, and yeah, I find that. Oh, is bit... it Zombie Ball? <laughs> the, the one that's like many of them merged. I yeah, no, like all I know is my daughter was telling me there was a Zombie Ball boss, and it was it was scary. Yes, um, yes. Okay, official name is the Rat King, <laughs> but we'll go with Zombie Ball. That sounds better. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was a good half an hour of wow. This is they've they've hit that they've ticked that box. That's good because I, I didn't think the first game was too horror-y. I mean, it was horrific, but not horror-y. So it, it's nice to see them up in their horror game a little. Uh, next up, we have best multiplayer. Uh, for me, the, uh, this is yet another one you can listen to the episode of, so I will shut up. But it's Sniper Elite V2 <laughs> Remastered. Um, I, in a last-minute uh, change of heart, have also voted for this game. Mostly because, and just for a wee hook for the episode, but Dave and I got up one morning, very early, five o'clock in the morning for Dave, and we sat and wow. we played it in one sitting. Wow. <laughs> it turns out sniping at five in the morning is not my forte. Uh, lots yeah. of misses. Uh, so yeah, um, and it was it was a cracking day, and it was probably, like, multiplayer-wise, it's really only been Divinity... Maybe a couple of, if it's Hammerwatch was this year, Hammerwatch. I've yeah. only really played multiplayer games with you, Dave. Like, I haven't. Well, I'm happy. You know, I've not been online shooting people. I, I played through, like, Call of Duty Cold War and never even bothered putting on the multiplayer. Couldn't be bothered, you know. Like, um, the only other real multiplayer experience has been Deathloop, but that's, that's kind of gentle multiplayer invasion rather than full-on multiplayer multiplayer, so... Sniper Elite. Yeah, yeah, it's like Bloodborne multiplayer. It's sort of not yeah. multiplayer, sort of is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, kind of similar boat in the sense that I have not been interested in multiplayer games for as long as I can remember, but Halo has totally sucked me back into it. So, Halo Infinite, um, and, yeah, it's they've done enough to make it different to want to play it again. You know, rather than that, like, oh, there's a little bit of nostalgia. Okay, I kind of remember what this is like and turned it off. I'm still finding myself just turning on my Xbox on my lunch break and having a game or two, uh, which I don't normally do. So, yeah, really, really, really good. Do you still start every match by hucking your grenades across the map? (laughs) (laughs) To be honest with you, my grenades normally come back at me, so no. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, next up we have a gut check question. I couldn't get it out. I was so excited. It's another gut check question. All right, this one is the best-looking main character this year. Uh, you can go off sex appeal. You could go off character design. You can go off whatever. But your best-looking main character this year. Myself, um, it's going to be Amicia from A Plague Tale because you felt so sorry for that girl by the time you were done. She just looked a wreck. Um, I haven't played much that I identified just purely on a visual standpoint with the main character that I did in Plague Tale? Uh, uh, best looking, best looking. Oh, there's a game. I've got it. I've got it. I played that. Uh, oh, no, I'll bring it up later. Never mind. Um, well, it's fine. It can still be your answer. Nah. 
I'm I'm gonna have to pick something different. You know what? I'm gonna I'm just gonna go with I played Hitman three, so Agent Forty Seven <laughs> is back and as bald as ever, but in any number of comedy disguises, and he always manages to pull it off. So bug it. Manages to look dapper even if it's in a hot dog ma- mascot costume. It, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, I think that's like, you got to go Vegeta, of course, but yeah, that's probably the best Vegeta you'll get to play. Uh, you would have gotten bonus points for saying Piccolo or Krillin, but I'll let you go yeah, with Vegeta. Yeah, they've been useless since the Android Saga. It's like, yeah. How dare you, sir? They have. Somebody needs to carry Senzu beans, okay? Somebody <laughs> needs to be the guy. As somebody that <laughs> needs to be the fodder for... Go on to go Super Saiyan. Yeah, I know. All right. Next up. I just thought of a better answer. Can I change? No, it's too late, isn't it? Don't let me do it. Don't let me do it. Don't let me do it. Best action adventure game. Now, this is the broadest of categories, so this is kind of a what do you think action adventure game is? (laughs) Um, For me, I define them as kind of Zelda likes, but not everybody's going to see it that way because I said Ratchet Clank Rift Apart. It is, Ratchet and Clank is still a better Zelda than Zelda. I just noticed on the developer front, I'm the odd one out. I've went with Psychonauts 2 um, because oh, there's yeah. a bit of action. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and a bit of adventure there. Uh, so yeah, I am the odd one out, but why not? Uh, I've gone for Spider-Man Morales. Uh, Miles Morales even, because um, yeah, it's a great game. Yeah, yeah I, I, I picked absolute, it up. It's, it's fantastic. Um, out of curiosity, Luke, um, how do you think the price point sat with you? Was it worth the money you paid for it? Because that's the one complaint I always hear. Um, I got it with my PlayStation 5. So even though I did technically pay 70 quid for it, um, yeah, I I got enough enjoyment out of it to kind of okay. want that place. In. I wouldn't have paid 70 quid for it brand new, though. No. Okay. No. I, Does that answer the question? It doesn't really. Yes. Yeah, well, no, no. Well, it meant like, like even looking back now, would you have paid seventy for it and been happy? No, no. I think fifty, okay. fifty would have been a, a fair price. So old new price game. Mm. All right. Uh, next up, we have a blank category, but uh, we should say it anyway. Uh, best character action of the game. I have a big old fat nothing because I didn't play near replicant this year. I'm the same, near replicants on the docket for next year, back to back with Tales of Arise, actually, so that'll be a beefy month. Um, but I've got nothing. I didn't well, quite understand what this was, so. I just oh, you know, there. like your Devil May Cries, your Bayonettas, your your character action games. Yeah, I guess Neo maybe falls into that category, but yeah, I don't know. I've already spoke about it. Uh, and uh, Craig, near is going to lose to Lost in Random. 100%. I am. Mm. Uh, next up, we have the best puzzle game. Stretching the definition of puzzle a little bit, I have Hypnospace Outlaw, which we did an episode on, so you can listen to that too. We did. Uh, I have the exact same game. Uh, just to give, again, a wee bit of a hook into the episode, it is a lot different to your stereotypical puzzle in that you are digging through a virtual operating system and hacking the internet and trying to figure out a mystery, and it's just really cool. Like More it's importantly, a, a 90s internet. Yeah, it's a 90s internet, so it's all kind of like 
GeoCities sites and things that you're trying to get through. Uh, you know, MIDI music playing in the background of websites. It it's really it's, it's wonderful. super cool. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah. So listen to the episode. Uh, I, <laughs> I I had realised I had never played Pago before. Uh, so <laughs> I played Pago Two on the Xbox Game Pass, and uh, yeah, it's it's still really good. It's a fun game. Yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah. That's it. I'm Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, that's like Craig coming to Diablo Three. You're like, okay, buddy, it's, it's yeah. been like five years. How did you miss this? Yeah. <laughs> Next up, we have Best Sports Game, mate. John and I don't really truck in too much in regular sports, but this year we decided to play PGA 2K21, and it has its ups, it has its downs, but by virtue of being one of the few sports games I've played this year, it's the winner! Well done. Um, well done. I, I enjoyed playing some golf with you, but I, I've now changed my answer that's on there. Sorry, I forgot to update it. But I got my hands on and have pl- oh, got my hands on and played through Clap Hands Golf, which is the follow up <laughs> to. Oh really? Um, yeah, yeah, it's really good. <laughs> it's really what did you good. play it on? Um, on my phone. Mobile? Yeah. Oh damn it! <laughs> it's so good. It's really. I know we were good. looking forward to that. Yeah, uh, it's a shame that it's just come out in Apple Arcade and it's you don't get a console release of it, but it's it's very good. As good as at least uh, what was everybody's golf the previous one. Yeah, it's it, the only letdown is that it's not on a console that it's just on your phone, but it's got all the mechanics you like. It's even got a pull back and push swing mechanic, which on a phone works really well for hitting the. Bu- it's it's just it's a really good game. It's really solid. It's one of the few mobile games that surprised me as being quite robust and playable. Uh, I had one game, but I'm going to change it last minute. I am a big fan of fight night games on like the their old boxing games. You don't get them anymore. But uh, same team now work on the UFC games, and I played UFC four. Uh, it's not the best game ever, but it gave me enough of that. Ooh, I can batter people and <laughs> stuff going on. So yeah, if you're in the mood for a game that you want to. Like, if you like the Fight Night games, this is probably a good one to pick up. Uh, don't pay a lot of money for it, but yeah, it's on Game Pass. Yeah, I mean, I was a big fan of Fight Night, but I haven't played any of the UFC games at all. So yeah, I'll have to check it out. It does that really cool thing where you can, like, target a body, uh, a part of the body, and then, like, just... <laughs> so you can, like, take somebody's leg out into the point where they can't walk oh, anymore. Okay. Right? Yeah, that's... Um. I know we're only at 45 minutes just now and I want to just say that I changed my option because we both put Forza Horizon 5 and I thought I can change mine because I know Luke is going to bring up Forza Horizon (laughs) Um, and then I could talk about that. It's a great game. couldn't even make it 45 minutes. (laughs) But but what I actually wanted to say was something that I had a conversation with Dave about was is Forza is driving a sports game? Is it a sports game? Yeah, because I wasn't sure whether to put best racing game in there. Yeah. Would it be a simulator, maybe? I don't know, because I read best sports and almost immediately thought of racing. Because it's motor racing sport, it's motor sport, it's sport... I I just, I couldn't quite reconcile whether it's sport or not in this context. 
and I have a very old definition of sports is it involves an athlete making yeah, physical yeah. moves. But like, I don't drive consider chess a sport either. I think a new category a is required. Yeah. Hang on, Dave. Go read out the name of this game because there's like a... I just want to go say the name of the game. Forza Horizon 5. Dave, say it. Okay, I got, uh, I got it, guys. Um, okay. <laughs> new category. Best uh-huh. Forza game of this year. No, right, all three of us are saying it wrong. It's not Forza. It's, it's Forza. Forza. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I was on it listening to a podcast and somebody's going, I'm like, that's wrong. But then I Googled, no, well, it's Forza. It's Italian, right? Oh, yeah, it's, 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 like, it's, it's a Forza. It's a Forza. <laughs> it's a Forza. <laughs> I, I know how to pronounce it, but I'm not I'm not doing that. It's Forza. Fuck it. Like, yeah, it's like it's like Porsche or Porsche. Do you say Porsche? Because you look like a douche when you I say Porsche. Porsche. Adidas, or Adidas, mm-hmm. uh, Adidas. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's Adidas. Okay, anyway, poem. No, everybody on planet Earth says poem except you. Everybody. <laughs> Ring hoop. <laughs> All right. Best adventure game, and by adventure we mean point and click, puzzly, Monkey Island. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, that's fine. That's fine. I should have put best adv- PC adventure game. Maybe I should have put like that moniker. Um, I have observation, of course, because I already talked about that. Uh, oh, that was quick. Uh, for me, I've put. Um, I'd, like, I've played a hell of a lot of adventure games as usual, but the one that really struck me as being amazing was Forgotten Anne. Um, it's just, it's a beautiful beautiful beautifully beautiful game it's gorgeously drawn animated it looks stunning and the game itself is pretty decent so forgotten man it's one of the few games this year where it's oh it's an adventure game that's a shame it looks really good yeah it's it's just it's damn near perfect looking Uh, i'm gonna go yes your grace because it technically is yeah that'll work yep all right, uh, guys, last gut check question oh, of the no. episode. Uh, your best ancillary video game media this year. You know, it's not a video game, but it's media about a video game. Maybe a book, a, a movie. Oh, uh, oh right. YouTube, I've got, music. I've got this. I, I left my last job and got a new job. And as a leaving gift, I got a massive gorgeous box and inside that box is a hardcover sleeve of a hardcover book of the control making of an art book and it's amazing like of all the books and things and bits and bobs that i've got it's like up pride in place on my shelf and it's just it's great to flip it's 256 pages of triangles right pretty much yeah um (laughs) varying shapes and sizes of triangles you know black red red black black and red uh, it's it's great just reading through it, um, looking at the character design. It goes into a lot of depth about how they came up, like how they designed Jesse and and all the stages of development and stuff. So it's a good deep dive into control, and I love the game. So yeah, blah. Well, that's cool. Uh, mine is also a book. Uh, I finally got around to listening to that one guy who did that one things book. Um, hold on, <laughs> Ken Ken, uh, Ken Williams. Sorry. Name just went out of my. I, I finally listened to Ken Williams' books, uh, which which is called "Not All Fairy Tales Have Happy Endings," and it basically chronicles the beginning, rise, and then just utter implosion of Sierra Online. Uh and it was interesting, and I like the man less having listened to his book. 
but it was still pretty interesting to listen to. Uh, I'm going to go with a podcast, and I'm going to say the computer game show. Um, yeah, I just it's that like comes out every Wednesday. Look forward to it. Uh, probably not everybody's cup of tea, but they're doing really well. Uh, and it's that. What have you been playing? Here's the news. Here's some questions for our podcast. Okay, cool. I, d- I don't want to point out that me and Craig are, you know, obviously reading books, and there's Luke listening to his podcast. Who listens to podcasts? Am I right? <laughs> judging, by our, judging by our stats, nobody. <laughs> wow. I mean, I, I download every episode on three devices, guys. So we're... Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, I, I have all my family at gunpoint. All right. Next is the best stealth, otherwise known as the anti-Dave category. But this year, because we did an episode on it, this is a trend, is Alien Isolation. Uh, I was terrible at the stealth, as you can hear for yourself. And I hated the stealth, as you can also hear for yourself. But by golly, it was the best stealth game I played this year. I am right there with you again. uh, It's one of the games that broke my horror fear. And I am actually pretty good, it turns out, at stealth and... It worked in my favour for that game. But listen to the episode. I played half an hour of that game and was too scared. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to go with the last of, of the, the Last of Us 2 again uh, because they have really upped the, the... What you can do, you can go through that game exactly as you did the first one. But if you choose to, there are loads of different things you can do. So like, you can sneak up on people and make them like surrender or they can have different quips. I didn't find out a lot of this from playing the game myself, I find it from watching other people play it afterwards, but I think that's something really cool uh, and on my next playthrough when I go for the Platinum, I'm definitely going to be investigating some of that stuff. Uh, next up, we have the best 2D platformer. Uh, mine is, of course we did an episode on it, um, Ghost of Goblins Resurrection. I thought this was, this was in the running for the best PS4 game I played this year. Uh, it is phenomenal. Listen to the episode, and you can hear two bearded men waffle about it. Uh, I thought it was great, uh, but not as good as Katana Zero, which I played on a whim because I saw Devolver Digital were a publisher, and they seem to have like a knack of publishing really good games. So, Katana Zero, two D side platformer thing, very very it reeks of things like Hotline Miami. It's very chaotic and. Uh, what's the word? Murdery. You just got to kill everyone on screen at any one point, and the soundtrack is phenomenal. So yeah, Katana Zero. Um, I haven't got a game. <laughs> Sorry. Luke played so many that he just couldn't make up his mind. I two D platformers aren't my thing. I think we've said this before about him. No, yeah, yeah. Best three D platformer. I have Crash Four. It's about time. I was heartily impressed by the work they did on Crash 4. I thought it wins on, like, most categories. Uh, the, the music is fantastic. The visuals are wonderful. The level design is really cool. I think this kills everything I've played this year in terms of 3D platformer. Well done. Uh, so my best 3D Thank you. <laughs> Daddy, Craig. I know. Uh, I've got Sackboy, A Big Adventure, uh, which is just surprisingly good. 
it's it reminded me of all the things I liked about uh, Little Big Planet without any of the stuff that I didn't like, but also a lot about why I loved um, Super Mario 3D World. Like it's got that charm level and the level design and the mechanical competence to just be a really good 3D platformer. And it's it's kind of interesting because it has to do with that all of that without the iconography uh, that Mario has going for it. Yeah, it it just it pulls off something really amazing. It's weird because it didn't review very well, so I, I'm. It's interesting to see that on your list. And um, <laughs> like no spoilers there, Luke. But I think out of the three of ours, yours might be like objectionably the best one. Yeah, and again, I haven't played a lot of 3D platformers, so um, <laughs> yeah, I I picked this up on a whim um, and played Super you Mario World, Super Mario World 3D, and Bowser's Fury, uh, Bowser's Fury getting the the award because wow, uh, yeah, the, what they've done with that, that that's where the Mario franchise needs to go. Uh, it's it's actually amazing. It's I I don't often collect all the stars. I got all the stars, and then I went and did some more again just because it's that fun. So, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've heard. Worth checking it. Have you guys played it or plan on picking it up? I plan on picking it up when it drops below that magic $40 mark, which will be in about 16 years. Yeah, I don't think they don't drop price over here. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, they don't here either. Unless it's Nintendo's the game. sales are like, here, here's 2% off. Yeah. Have fun, guys. We increased the price by £15, and here's... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it, because, you know, 3D World is, is by far my favorite Mario game, I think. Mm-hmm. I concur. Well, we're checking All right. All right, that is going to wrap us up for episode one. We're going to take a quick break where we probably all use the potty, and then we will be back to record the more esoteric, ethereal questions that we have for this year's gaming. So, uh, please join us on the next episode, and if you don't, well, it was nice to see you here. I haven't seen you in a while, and uh, take care of yourself, all right? It's a scary world out there. You take care. Thank you.